going to open her up as soon as we're out of the yard, Bill. No full throttle till we're over the crossing, Mike. But that's outside of the yard. Well, I- I'd better make sure the pressure's up, huh? Pressure's okay. We're pulling only four cars. No passengers, just three. Got the time? Yeah, it's uh, 11.51. And we pulled out right on time. Old 86 has never been late, Bill. Never late pulling out, never late pulling in. Yeah, but things might be different this time, huh? Never any different on the old lady. Uh-huh. <laughs> We're making the crossing, Bill. And out of the yard. Still think this trip's going to be different? Different. This is going to be the strangest trip old number 86 ever made. And now on to Dick Calmer as Boston Blackie. Enemy to those who make him an enemy. Friend to those who have no friends. Hello, Joe. Oh, hiya, Sam. Stopped at your house and brought to your dinner. Thanks. Saved my wife a trip. Uh, what did she make up for me tonight? I don't know. I didn't look in the pail. Ah, pale, pale. <laughs> Here I am, 40 years old and still eating dinner at 4 in the morning. Yeah. And out of a pail at that. Bet nobody in the city does that. Well, maybe the railroad will move you down the line someday. <laughs> maybe even to the Metropolitan Terminal. Oh, no such luck for me, Sam. I'm going to sit in this signal station for the rest of my days. <laughs> Well, I guess you ought to be glad I'm at least on the main line, even though there must be some trouble tonight. Trouble, Joe? Yeah. Where? Down the line somewhere. Uh-huh. Old 86 is plenty late. Think I better call down the line and see what's the matter. A wreck, maybe, huh? I don't know. I'd have had a call if I'd been a wreck. Hello? Oh, uh, hello. This is the signal tower at Jasper. Yeah? What's the matter down there? 86 is late. Is it stuck down there in your town? No, it's not. As a matter of fact, I was just about to phone you. I thought maybe I fell asleep and didn't see it pass. Huh? What do you mean? Well, 86 left the Metropolitan Terminal on time, all right, but it never passed here. What? Unless I, I, I was asleep when it went by. You weren't asleep. Never got here. Good night. That's not possible. Sure it is. 86 ain't passed your signal station. It stopped down the line from you. No, it's not, because 19 came through here on time, and it's supposed to be a half hour behind 86. Well, that 86 pulled in on the side. No, there's no open siding from here back to the terminal. And it hasn't been switched onto a spur, I checked. Holy mackerel. Left the terminal. Couldn't have been switched off and it never reached you? Yeah. You know what that means? Means old 86 has just plain disappeared. Said to come to the freight yard terminal, Sergeant Mills. Yeah, I guess this is it. Well, there's somebody down there on the platform now. Hey, you Inspector Faraday? Yeah, I am. I'm Jim Thomas, railroad cop. It's me that phoned you to get down here. Uh, this way, Inspector. I'll show you what we found. Okay. Stick here, Sergeant Mills. Yes, sir. Now, what seems to be the trouble down here, Thomas? It's murder, Inspector Faraday. The first murder in these yards since I've been a cop in the line. How do you know it's murder? Well, you look at the tool set here, and you'll know it's murder. Here we are. Uh, this is Inspector Faraday of the Homicide Squad, boys. Uh, stand back. Let him have a look at the body. The body, Thomas. I see four men on the floor here. Three of them are pretty much alive, Inspector. Just unconscious the way we found them. Only we've taken the ropes and gags off them. But this fellow here is dead. You found these four men in here? Gags bound and unconscious? Yes, sir. Not unconscious by blows in the head. Only the blow was too hard for this poor fellow. It killed him. You know who the dead man is? I know all of them are, Inspector. Crew bowl number 86 that pulled out of here ten hours ago. Then what are they doing here? One of the men came too a few minutes ago. Long enough to tell it. 
Him and the crew were jumped and knocked out just before train time. And the train stolen from them. The train stolen from them? Now, wait a minute. You wait, Inspector. You haven't heard at all. The train was not only stolen, but it hasn't been hurt from since. What? That's right, Inspector. Should have arrived by now, but it's nowhere to be found. Look, Thomas, murder is tough enough all by itself. Are you trying to tell me a train has disappeared? Yes. It left here. It was due to pass the signal station down the line two hours later. and never got there. And it was switched off on a siding or something. No, it definitely was not. We checked every inch of track. A train disappeared? Yeah. A train can't disappear. That's impossible. But if it has disappeared, well, I don't think even Boston Blackie can figure out how. Hello. Good morning, Blackie. This is Mary. Oh, Mary, how are you? Excited. Did you read the morning paper? Yes, one of the comic strips grows them up. Oh, Blackie, how could you ever get to the funnies with that fun page story about the railroad train that disappeared? Oh, that? Yes. Hmm. That made interesting reading, didn't it? Interesting? Blackie, what's the matter with you? A railroad train has disappeared. An engine and four cars. And that's practically impossible. It is impossible, Mary. You well, just I can't know. hide a thing the size of a train. Besides, I'd like to know why anyone would want to steal a train. And how could it disappear? Search me. Well, that wouldn't help us any, I'm sure. Oh. <laughs> but, uh, uh-oh. There's the doorbell, Mary. I'll call you back. All right, bye. Bye-bye. Come in. Boston Blackie? Yes. Blackie, I'm Harold Wilkins, district manager of the railroad. Of uh, the railroad with disappearing trains, Mr. Wilkins? Yes, unfortunately. And I've come to you for help. Mr. Wilkins, you don't really think that I believe anything as big and bulky as a four-car train can be missing, do you? I can't believe it myself, Blackie, but the fact remains the train is missing. <laughs> the fact remains that the train is no longer, it no longer remains, huh? Well, Blackie, this is nothing to joke about. I'll admit the situation is impossible, incredible, fantastic, but since that train left the freight terminal at 11.50 last night with a crew of thieves, it hasn't been seen. Oh, it wasn't being operated by its regular crew, huh? I didn't know that. Well, the crew was hijacked and tied up. One of the crewmen was murdered, and we called the police. But the train is missing, actually missing. You mean lost, don't you? Wrongly rooted. No. Well, it should be found any moment now, on a siding or off on a spur line somewhere. Oh, Blackie, we've searched every siding from here to the end of the run. We've searched every spur, but number 86 just can't be found. In fact, we've never seen to pass the signal tower a hundred miles up the line from the terminal. Then it disappeared within that hundred miles. No doubt about that. Mr. Wilkins, I'll tell you something. Yes? I can't see why anyone would try to steal a train. Well, I'll tell you something, Blackie. That train was stolen because in a safe in the fourth car is a million dollars worth of uncut diamonds. Do the train we made disappear? And you, Mr. Reed, for your help? Yes. My deep appreciation. Uh, thank you. You're so kind. Can I cut you some more meat? Uh, no, thank you, Mr. Zachary, but I'll have a glass of water, if I may. Oh, uh, Mike. Yeah? Uh, give Mr. Reed a glass of water. Oh, sure, Mr. Zachary. Hey, you are, Mr. Reed. <laughs> thank you. Mr. Reed, because of your help in getting us information about the diamonds on that train, I expect a terminated deal that's been pending for some time. Uh, Mr. Zachary, the papers today were full of stories about that train. The <laughs> railroad made a headlines, didn't it? Yes, it did. <laughs> uh, people want to know how a train can disappear. Intriguing, isn't it? <laughs> Bill and Mike here are responsible. Yeah. They ran the train out of the yards right on schedule. They did the part very well, even to tying up those four regular crewmen. And you, Mr. Reed, did your part, too. Oh, you showed me what to do, Mr. Zachary. All I did was follow orders. You most certainly did, and well, too. <laughs> Thank you, Mr. Zachary. How much did you make as chief of the shipping bureau of the railroad? Uh, my salary was, uh, 
3800 a year. And we promised you more than twice that for your help. Yes, you did. And your help was valuable. Necessary. Without you, I doubt whether we could have gotten away with the train and the dime. Oh, you're satisfied with what I've done, then? Eminently. This dinner was a sort of victory celebration, in fact. <laughs> did you enjoy it, Mr. Reed? Oh, yes. Best dinner I ever ate. Good, good. Considering it's the last dinner you'll ever eat. <laughs> what do you mean? I mean that every mouthful of food you ate tonight has been poisoned. But a particularly deadly poison. My boys and I are accepting your resignation from this corporation, Mr. Reed. From this corporation and this world. You say, Inspector Faraday, that the bunny you found this morning was Henry Reed. Yes, Mr. Wilkins. And papers in his pockets identify him as head of your shipping department. First Jerry Large, the regular engineer of train 86, and now Reed. Yep. How was Reed killed? He was poisoned. We found his body in an alley in a cheap part of town. Suicide, maybe, but maybe not. Hmm. Reed was the only member of the shipping department who knew those diamonds were going out on number 86. He knew there were diamonds on the missing train, huh? Well, that brings us back to that again. Finding a killer isn't tough enough. Now I have to find a missing train. In my unprofessional opinion, Inspector, the deaths of Jerry Large and Henry Reed are directly linked to the missing train. Yeah. And the link is missing, too. Missing train, missing link. Uh, all I got to hope for is that Boston Blackie is missing on this case, too. There doesn't seem to be any reason to... Uh, excuse me. Come in. Good morning, Wilkins. I just... Blackie, oh, no. Faraday, oh, yes. Yeah, me, too. Yeah, you I can take, Miss Wesley. But, Blackie, you can take a powder. This case is crazy enough already without having you mixed up in it. Everybody's mixed up in the case, Faraday, and so is everything. Mr. Wilkins asked me to help. That's right, Inspector. That's right. That's the wrongest thing you ever did. Now, Blackie, you listen to me. I know what you're going to say. Stay out of this case. Yes. But I can't, Inspector. You know how an unsolved murder intrigues me. It won't be unsolved long if you keep away. I'll handle it. No, I don't doubt that at all. But what experience have you had in disappearing trains? Who could have experience in that? I could. I lost a set of electric trains when I was a kid. Uh-huh. Wilkins, um, have you double-checked every siding and spur line? Every siding, every spur, every yard, every terminal and station that connects with the main track. We even sent planes to look for it, Blackie. No trains? No trains. And a train cat in disguise. That train has just vanished off the face of the earth. Will you people stop talking about a missing train? I've got two deaths to solve. Two deaths, Barney? Yes, yes. My mother man from the railroad was found dead this morning. And it might be murder. He was poisoned. Oh, fine, fine. Any idea who did it? Any idea who did it. We got lots of suspects. 130 million of them. Anybody could have killed them. All I'm sure of is that his death is tied up with that missing train. That makes three things missing. A murderer, a train, and a solution to all this. Well, that's what I'm going to work on. And I'm going to find it, too. Unless I miss my guess. Now, back to Boston Blackie. A four-car train leaves the terminal on schedule and is never seen again. Its crew, however, is found in the terminal, bound, gagged, and unconscious, the engineer dead. The train, carrying a million dollars' worth of uncut diamonds, was obviously stolen, and so clever were the thieves that a two-day search of every spur and siding along the scheduled route of the train proves fruitless. As we return to our story, Boston Blackie and his friend Mary are in an airplane, high over the track from which the train is appeared. Well, 
Blackie. Our pilot's taken us all the way up the tracks and almost back again, and we haven't found a missing train. Now what do we do? I'll have our pilot fly us up and down these tracks for a week, if I have to, Mary. That train is down there somewhere, and we should be able to spot it from up here. But, Blackie, we know it isn't on a siding or on a, a, whatchamacallit. Furline. Furline. We've seen them all. I know, Mary, but... Hey, what's that down there? Huh? Well, just more tracks and empty. But look, Mary... Uh, it isn't connected to the main line. Well, maybe that's why there's not a train on it. Trains can't fly, you know. I noticed that track on the way up. I didn't. Seems to run way back into the mountains over there. I wonder now. Oh, Blackie, there's a gap of at least 100 yards between the main line and the track going into the mountains. And the gap is full of little trees. I see all that, Mary, but I have an idea just the same. I want to find out who owns that property down there, and I know who can tell me, too. Who? John J. Jones. John J. Jones? Blackie, that's you. That's right. And right now, I'm a guy with two names and a one-track mind. Mr. Zachary. Yeah? I'm Mr. Jones to see you. Mr. John J. Jones. Jones, Mike? I don't know any Jones. Well, he says he wants to buy something from you if it's for sale. Oh, all right, Mike. Come in. Sure. Uh, Mr. Jones, Mr. Zachary will see you now. Thank you. Come in, sir. Come in. You're Mr. Zachary? Yes, I am. Uh, that'll be all, Mike. Yes. Have a chair? Thanks. What can I do for you, sir? Well, I am looking for some property, Mr. Zachary. But Mr. Jones, I'm not a real estate agent. I'm a diamond merchant. I know that. But I understand that you own some property, some old lumber land about 50 miles from here. Well, yes, I do. How did you know it was mine? I checked at the courthouse. You see, I want to build a camp, Mr. Zachary, and I like the looks of your land. Really? I don't need it all, but I will buy it all if the price is right. As a matter of fact, I own more than 4,000 acres up in those mountains, Mr. Jones. But not an acre of it is for sale. I'm sorry. No, I'm sorry. Uh, may I use your phone? Oh, sure, sure. Go right ahead. Thanks. Are you sure you won't part with, uh, oh, let's say, just a few hundred acres, Mr. Zachary? I'm sorry, but I'm saving that land my old age. I want to build a home up there when I made my million. Well, that's the way you feel about it. Yeah, that's the way it is. Homicide. Faraday speaking. Hello, Mary. Mary. This is John. Mary. Now, I'm Mary. Hey, what's the idea? Look, Mary, I followed up that lead I had on... Uh... Blackie, it's you. Uh, you got the answer to something, huh? Yes, I have. Yeah, well, I found out a few... Yes? Hello? Hello? Funny, the line went dead, Mr. Zachary. Oh, that often happens. I've had a man from the telephone company up here several times to fix it. Well, I'll make the call from some other phone. Perhaps it's better. Hope you're not too disappointed about the... Oh, say, maybe that's my call coming back. I see. Hello? Mr. Zachary, this is Mike. Yes? I listened in when that guy made that call, Mr. Zachary. He ain't John J. Jones. He's Austin Blackie, and he was talking to a cop. Oh, thank you. Thank you very much. Oh, Mr. Jones. Why don't you think I ought to call you Boston Blackie? Uh-oh. I didn't... Don't wait till you're gone, Blackie. You'd be just a little too late. So I see. Well, sure move. And my first move, Blackie, will be to see to it that you've made your last. Hello. Uh, hello, Miss Wesley. This is Faraday. Oh, hello, Inspector. Miss Wesley, is Blackie there? Oh, no, he isn't. Well, where is he? Where'd you leave him? Well, at the airport several hours ago. He saw some kind of tracks in the mountains off the main line and got an idea. Oh, he saw those tracks? Yeah. So did I from a police plane a while ago. I got the same idea. Well, he's doing something about it, whatever it is. He's getting himself killed about it. He's tackled that gang alone. 
What gang? The guys who own the property in that abandoned spur line. Well, who owns it? Uh, a guy named Zachary, a diamond merchant. And I'll bet my badge he and his men stole that train and ran it off on that siding. How? I don't know how they did. I know there are no connecting tracks from the main line to that siding, but I still think that's where we'll find that train. Oh, that's what Blackie said, too. You really think he's in trouble? Think it. I know it. I'm going right out there. You want to come with me? Please. I'll pick you up in five minutes. Oh, Inspector, I hope we find Blackie. I've got an addition to that hope. What? I hope we find Blackie alive. So that's the great Boston Blackie. <laughs> Doesn't look like much of hair, does he, Bill? <laughs> I've seen roast beef that were tied up and looked bad. Right, Mike? <laughs> sure. What I want to know is why we don't get rid of him right now. I've got to find out how he found out about us. Yeah. Blackie, don't you feel like talking? Sure, but I talk much better when my hands are untied. Look at him trying to get out of those ropes. Might as well save your strength, Blackie. When I tie a guy, he stays tied. You should have meant justice of the peace. Now, look. Quite a sense of humor, our friend has. But I'm losing mine. Blackie, listen. You found out I owned a property near the railroad, and you came to see me. There's a lot of property near the railroad. Why did you pick on mine? Let's say I guessed the way you made that train disappear. Let's not. Let's admit you know. And I want to know how. Take these ropes off and I'll tell you. I make speeches better when I can use gestures. They're really very helpful. And... <laughs> I owe you one for that, Mike. Where you're going, you'll have to wait a long time for me to show up so you can pay me back. This guy ain't going to talk, Mr. Zachary. Let's take care of him right now. It ain't a bad idea, Mr. Zachary. It is as far as I'm concerned. To the best of my knowledge, your opinion wasn't solicited, Blackie. It should have been. I'm an interested party in this deal. I should say you are. In fact, the party's on you. We wasted no time, boys. Take him. He's all yours. We've given my men time to get around in back of Zachary's place. We're going from the front here. Now stick close to me, Miss Wesley. I'm practically glued to you, Inspector Faraday. I'll stay that way. Here we go. Okay. Awful empty and quiet in there, Inspector. It won't be when we find Zachary and his mob. Well, when we do, you won't have to tell me to duck. Uh, look, Miss Wesley, maybe you better wait outside. Oh, not a chance. Aren't you scared? I'm practically fainting. If anything's happened to Blackie, I don't want to be told about it by anybody. Hey, look, Inspector. Yeah. On the floor. Is that... Blackie? Yeah. No, it's one of the gang. Somebody slipped him a clip on the chin. He's out cold. Mm, Blackie's been here. Maybe. But that's only one of the gang. There must have been a couple of them to pull a job like the vanishing train. Yeah. Maybe Blackie got one of them. The chances are... Hey, don't say it. Well, let's go into the other room. Inspector, <laughs> I think I stepped on a body. Wait, I throw my flashlight on it. Uh-oh. It's another one. Oh, thank goodness it's not Blackie. What happened to that one, Inspector? From here, it looks like he ran chin first into a fist. Mm, well, Blackie's been here all right. No question about that. I hope he's not here now. Because if he is, with all this quiet... Inspector. What body did you trip over now? Now, I just didn't want you to finish what you were going to say. This door's locked. If Blackie's anywhere, he should be in here. Step back this way, please. Okay. All I'm hoping is that Blackie's held the rest of that gang off until now. Only it's a pretty ridiculous hope. Well, let's hope it anyway. Here. Use this and iron. I picked it up off the floor. Okay. This ought to break that door down. 
I'll put my hand through. I'll turn the lock. There. Come on. I'm afraid of what we're going to find, Inspector. Uh, we'll, we'll see in a second, Mr. Huntley. Hello, Faraday. Blackie. Blackie. I called your office and they said that you were on your way up here, so to kill time, I've been playing solitaire. What do you mean by being all right? Sorry to disappoint you. Uh, take a look at my friend here. He's the man you want. His name is Zachary. Yeah? He made the mistake of thinking he could tie me up. I got out of his ropes and went to work on it. I know him. He's the guy that owns that property near the railroad, huh? He's the guy who's responsible for the disappearing train and two murders. Um, what hit him, Blackie? The train? <laughs> I did. And also those two characters you might have seen in the other room. Yeah, we saw them. I hope you don't mind by not unlocking the door for you two. I was hoping Faraday would use his head. To knock down the door? Sure. What do you care for an old door? Oh. <laughs> well, get these guys out of here, and I'll show you just how a train disappeared. And if you're a good boy, I'll even tell you why. All right, Blackie, we did find a missing train up in that spur-line tunnel on Zachary's property. Well, I knew it was there. The only place it could have been. All right, all right. But that train didn't fly from the main line here through these trees to where the spur line starts. No, it didn't, Faraday. You and Mary are both right. The train didn't fly through these trees. It didn't crawl between them either, Blackie, because there isn't room enough between them for a train to go through. These trees weren't here the night the missing train left the main line, Mary. What? Watch how easily they come out of the ground. Hey, do they all pull out of the ground that easy? All of them, Faraday. In a couple of hours' time, all of these trees from here to the spur line could have been pulled out and... The way cleared the tracks. Well, that's fine, Blackie, but wouldn't it take hours to put a switch onto the main line? Only a few minutes, Mary. An emergency switch, the kind used to run trains around a wreck or a washout, can be placed on top of the regular tracks in ten minutes by a good crew. And Zachary had a good crew. Well, that's right. In his confession, Zachary said he had only former railroad men working for him. <laughs> what an odd coincidence. It isn't a coincidence at all. Zachary had been planning a big diamond robbery for years. And this was his way of doing it. Oh, I see it all now. First, they were tipped off about the diamonds by that man, uh, Reed, they killed. Mm -hmm. And then they cleared out the trees and put a switch on top of the main line tracks and ran connecting tracks back to the old spur line. And then did everything in reverse. Took up the track and the switch, replanted the trees, after the stolen train was run down the spur and into the mountain tunnel. That's all very simple once you know how it was done, isn't it? Oh, very simple. Except for one thing. Yes. Mr. Zachary stole the train to get the diamonds. That's right. But all I know is that a guy who thinks he can steal a train is off his trolley. Oh, Blackie. 